Well, it's Wake Up With KC, and today I want to talk about, you know, there's been this, you know, buzzword going around about, you know, rewire your brain, and today I want to talk about this, what I have known to understand, the misconception and misunderstanding about this law of attraction thing and how our brain rewiring, and I have a very wonderful guest and expert trainer and coach Bob Doyle joins us today so please welcome Bob Hi. Doyle thank you for this moment with you sure and of course. I am so excited to have you on this show because you know you were known for your contribution to the secret the film yep. and the book but you've also have evolved and transformed and realized some things about, you know, focusing on law of attraction and how it could possibly slow you down because of the misunderstanding, the misconception about it. Can you please share with us today about your findings, what you've discovered? Well, basically, I've been, you know, as people, if anyone has seen The Secret and is familiar with my work at all, they know that I have been teaching the law of attraction for like 20 years. And my focus has always been on the science of it. I'm, I've always tried to make it as grounded a conversation as possible with this little blatant, like, woo-woo conversation in there, just so that we could reach the people who probably need to know this kind of thing the most, that they actually have a little bit more control over how their life is going than their than they know. So I always wanted to approach it from a scientific standpoint. And I believe that if everybody understood it like I understood it, well, then they just would have results with it like I did, because then there'd be no resistance. But what I've seen very, very clearly over the past 20 years, and especially since The Secret came out, when the marketplace, if you will, was just flooded with all this law of attraction information from overnight experts who knew exactly what you need to do with all these steps and processes and things to never do. And the secret behind the secret, so confusing and, and so much focus on how to get the law of attraction to work because, and the reason that is a, uh, a, a great way to waste a lot of time and even years is because we're here to change and understand us ourselves. If we want a different life, if we want different results in our life, it's going to be the result of us being different than we are now because who we're being that is driving us into certain action, making us make certain decisions that is getting us the results we want. But all of this is what I came to realize is that all of these decisions we make and determining whether or not we take action or whatever it is, and even how big we think, it's all determined by one thing ultimately, and that is the wiring in our brain, how we were basically programmed from the time we were born to with, with our fundamental ideas of truth. And they're different for everybody. And that's why we have these all these situations where we've got people going, how can you not see my point of view? How can you, how can you be so blind? Well, they're looking through a completely different lens and their position is just as true, just as valid. They have just as much evidence as you do. So it's really not, this is where we, we run into this When We can understand that everybody has a different version of truth. Then we, that's a lot that, that goes a long way for compassion, but basically we need to understand how we need to change our behavior if we want to become the person who will then attract all these things we've got up on our vision board. Well, my thing is, and you know, I would love your feedback on this because mm -hmm. I teach and coach on the limited beliefs, mm -hmm. the programming 
even the emotional energetic traumas mm -hmm. that is passed down from gener generation to generation. So, you know, when I started realizing, I'm like, well, my parents taught me and showed me their belief system and brought me up in their belief system. Now yeah. I question, well, is their belief system true? Because they were taught by their parents. Right. So that's when I started, like, ask the question, question everything. Yes. You know, and a lot of times I think that, you know, even a perfect example of go to school, get good grades, get a good job. Mm -hmm. That's a belief system. That's a program. Yes. Right. And it's not serving a lot of people. It, no. It, the, the entire, I think a great deal of our problem in the world is that people have lost a sense of what they're here to do. Because there, when when you're first born and you've got all this creative exuberance and it's just there, it's just nothing's blocking it. You're playing, you're expressing, you're creating, and then they put you into a system where everybody has to learn the same thing, and that kind of behavior is no longer acceptable. And we learn that expressing ourselves can be dangerous, or it's not safe. We're going to get it in trouble, or it's just plain wrong. And of course, then that develops and we that grows into this resentment. And this is why people rebel and why we have depression and anger because we're not, we don't feel safe to express ourselves and we're here to do it. So, but the only reason we're not expressing ourselves is because of the belief systems that we have developed that we can't. So it's absolutely true that whatever belief system we have that we got from our parents, it's not a true belief system, it's their belief system. And if it doesn't serve you, then you can change it. But here's the thing, from age zero to seven, no, you're not evaluating what's coming in. You don't have the ability to assess, is this good information? Is this gonna serve me later for my No, you just say yes to everything. Then when you do wake up, when you do have the ability to have a conscious thought and you start to analyze things, here's the deal. You're still comparing the new information with the old. So everything's still going through that, that process and it may lead you to faulty conclusions. The point is, your brain can be reprogrammed however you want, however it will most serve you. There will be consequences, there will be results of that reprogramming and the behavioral changes you will see an impact out in the world. And what you really need to know about any kind of transformation and growth of any kind that is significant is that there's going to be discomfort and that's normal. It's a part of it and it should be welcomed. Absolutely, because it's unfamiliar because you've been so programmed, even the biochemistry in your body. Oh, yeah, that's the chemicals make it really, really difficult because you can even know, like we can have this conversation and people can listen and say, OK, yeah, I'm going to take a look at my autopilot behavior. I'm going to realize that's a program and I'm going to do something different. But in the moment when that behavior is triggered, your body is flooded with chemicals, right? If, especially if it's like a strong emotional thing, you don't like it. You're flooded with chemicals and it's hard to it's hard to just consciously override that. You can do it, but you've got to like have tools at your disposal to, to be able to, to change your body chemistry in the moment. Otherwise, the chances are really good that you're just going to run with the old way of being. It's a very powerful thing. You've had that wiring your entire life. So there's there's a lot that you need to do to make sure that out in the field every day when you're you know, when your goal is to rewire that you need to be aware of. An action you need to take every single time you get triggered into the autopilot that isn't serving you. And that's the work I do is help people define what are those behavioral changes that I need to make to become the person I need to be to have the things I want. Well, Bob, would it be safe to say that, you know, we're divine spiritual beings, sexual beings inside of a human being. And through the programmings and all that stuff, 
you know, from our upbringing, society, religion, and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's like what you resist will persist even through your experiences that weren't like trauma and whatnot. It, your soul is trying to scream at, this is what I, we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But then you got, you know, all of the other programmings and those things that yes. put a confusion plus the anxiety, plus the depression, because you're not lining up with your sole purpose. What's happening is that you're making a ton of, we're meaning-making machines. Every moment of every day, we're assessing and making meaning out of this moment. And that's what is determining our experience of reality, right? And, And so we're saying, I'm enjoying this, or this is uncomfortable, or this is fun, or this is great, or I'm doing wonderfully, or I'm doing poorly. I'm great. I'm terrible. All of this meaning is being made unconsciously, trillions probably of bits of information, all going back through the programs in an instant. A color of somebody's shirt, a facial expression, a smell, all of these things can trigger these autopilot behaviors. It's its just crazy complex, but it was all programmed unconsciously. We're going to take control and start to override those things and create new neural pathways, give less attention to the old neural pathways so they literally wither and just don't become activated anymore like they used to. And this is how we change our very, our very being. It's out. It's like alchemy, in a it, way. Well, it is. I mean, in, anything. Any. That's what a life is. That right. Life is that. You know, I, I'm really when. So when I go out in the world and I talk about this conversation, and we talked a little bit about this before we we started recording, is that I'm these days. I'm when I'm when I'm really trying to make an impact and see and get people to just get it. I'm I'm shying away from words like alchemy and vibration and energy and soul and any of those things that don't seem 100% straight up scientific. The only thing you need to know is that your brain can change. That's all you need. You don't need to know the parts of the brain. You don't need to know the chemistry. You don't need to even know what a neural pathway is. All you need to know is that your brain can change. And we have proof of that everywhere. If we learn a new language and we retain it, our brain has changed. If we learn how to get to a place over and over again, we don't even think about it. Our brain has changed. We're changing our brain all the time by feeding it new information. So if we just feed our informa- new information to our brain over and over, we don't need to understand any of the energy part, any of the woo-woo part, any of the metaphysics, the energy, the vibration, the universe, none of it. We don't have to understand. We can if it lights us up, if it excites us, like people like you and me, we like that conversation. It's cool to look at and think, yeah, this all this stuff is going on. But try and explain that to just the average person out there. And they just, it's just too much. And it's not necessary. All they need to know is, hey, you're doing this over and over. You're thinking these thoughts over and over. They're getting you this result. Let's put some new ones in there. And let's give you a framework where you can actually do that. It's not like practicing affirmations 30 minutes a day. That won't do anything if the other 23 and a half hours, you're back in your autopilot behavior. So you need a structure of like intense learning that is repetitive and consistent if you're going to do this. Well, I've learned because of emotion is energy in motion and we yes. all have energy so it's like when i think a thought or I have an imagination of who what it is that i want to do and who i want to be mm-hmm. i create the emotion to go with that thought yes there has to be a very strong emotion to pull you through the the ride the discomfort this this is the, one of the reasons that most people 
don't reach those types of goals is because they just don't believe it can happen for them. You know, they don't have or they don't have the vision strong enough or they don't make it non-negotiable. Like when we learned to walk, we fell down a gazillion times. When we learned to read and write and everything we learned that was uh, just basics for human behavior, being a human, tons of mistakes. It was a journey up and down and up and down. But we didn't stop in the middle of learning to walk and go, well, I guess the universe doesn't want it for me. I'm not in flow. So I'm just going to just roll around. No, we just kept going. We kept getting the feedback. We got the lessons. We And if it feels like we take five steps back, that's just us making crap up. If we went forward and we got any sort of response, any sort of feedback, that if we use it, it will help us move forward, then every step is a move forward. But we are not, we don't think like that when it comes to our personal development. Because I think in large part, the personal development industry has packaged it up like, hey, 30 days, 60 days, whatever. And then you'll be, we don't know. Lasting transformation requires permanent brain rewiring. And we don't know how long that's going to take. Any good guru or motivational person can make you feel great for a week, right? And think, I've got it, I've got it. But if your behavior isn't consistent, if you do not step into being this person, that is going to have all that stuff on your vision board and have their habits, make their meaning, give a, have new stories. What stories do they tell? Because they're not the same stories you're telling about why you can't have or don't yet have. You have to give up all that stuff because those stories that you're telling to justify your position, you know, are that you made up all the meaning to them. You made it up based on, you know, the wiring that was there that also is not necessarily universally true. So you get to give up those stories because they're not any truer than the ones you're about to make up about how freaking awesome you are, right? So when you start telling those stories and acting as in alignment with those stories, then the results in your life will reflect that behavior and it will be true. So you're just practicing being the person you want to be. You're practicing. You're you practice out in the world and you practice. And here's, here's the beauty part of this process is because that's what our brains are meant to do. We have this reality creation machine in our head at all times, ready for us to send it new information. Most of the time when we're not out there doing and we're just sitting around, we're just spinning these subconscious thoughts, telling us ourselves this, that's wasted time. Anytime we've got the time, we're on a bus, we're wherever we are, we can be visualizing ourselves being the most empowered version of ourselves because our brain doesn't know the difference. We're running scenarios and we're being this and we're just we're taking different action. We're saying different things. We're feeling more and more empowered in our imagination. And as we do that with full emotion, our brain is responding. We will have the chemical response. We'll feel good. We'll feel empowered. Neuropathways, neurotransmitters, all this stuff starts to happen. So you are beginning the rewiring process in your head and you can continue it and make it strong. That's why, you know, that's a very big part. Beginning and the ending of each day is this visualization process. But the visualization is not there to arrange particles to do your bidding with you just sitting there. It is to show you, it is to give you an indication, give you some ideas, some options for action to take in those moments that is different than what you normally do so that you can get a different result. And sometimes, you know, like uh, Albert Einstein, Nikola Tesla, you know, they had these visions, you know, they had like, to me, like insights and these visions and they focused on it mm -hmm. and they would just sit there. It's not like, uh, I guess, meditation or whatever you want to call it, but they were so into, you know, that vision or a goal or something. It, 
it was like they, they it consumed them. Well, they knew it was possible. They made it non-negotiable and they were willing to have as many mistakes uh, because they knew they knew, okay, there is this is going to work, but I just have to find all the ways that it won't work first or at least a lot of them. And so they do that. And so every mistake is a celebration because now, you know, another way it won't work. And that's 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 a classic reframe we hear about the 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 uh, light bulb all the time, but it has to be how everything's, can you imagine the iPhone, right? And just the, any of our phones and how like the magic, the wizardry that goes into that, how many mistakes, like how impossible it is that we have that. If people who created that types of technology approach that technology, like we approach our personal transformation, we would still be in caves with smoke signals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. And it's just, you know, like, and how I try to to express it in for people to understand because they beat themselves up. Then they go back. This doesn't work, and they give up too quickly. It's the world is is changing. We're constantly evolving. Technology is changing, and so are we. But then there's those that don't like the change, can't stand change, and they rather stay stuck. And that's really the true issue because you don't want to change you don't want to transform and you're not allowing yourself to evolve and grow and have other experiences yeah. because you don't believe yes because you don't believe you. the reason they're not dreaming and, and, and wanting to grow is because they don't think they'll be successful they don't want to be disappointed they don't want to do all that work for no reason they've probably been they they feel that way for a reason they probably had a lot of experiences in their life, which gives them this, that, and that's how they make this mean. And if they ever started making it mean, like if something failed that, oh, I just am not going to amount to anything, then that becomes their truth. And so then they just, because, well, I'm just not going to take on anything because I hate that feeling of failure. Change cannot happen. I cannot grow. This is it for me. And then they've, and then that's it. They've just given themselves the sentence because they don't know how to reframe. Nobody in their life knows how to reframe. They don't know that they can. This is why we need to, this is why this work is being done. So the people can say, Hey, you can, you can think differently on an ongoing basis and change fundamentally aspects of yourself that are not serving you. And of course it seems impossible right now. And of course you can point to all the evidence, a lifetime of it, that what I'm saying will not work, except you're ignoring one thing. You're a human with a human brain, and this is how they work. Give it new information, it'll do different things for you, period. You just got to be willing to give it the new information long enough so that it becomes your permanent wiring and you have a new autopilot. And then that level of success and results becomes effortless. So what do you mean by manifesting on autopilot? We are manifesting everything right now in our lives on autopilot, just based on our automatic way of being, right? Whether we like it or not, it's just, and I'm not talking about the things that we're trying to manifest. I'm just saying everything that is appearing in our lives. It's because we're just, it's, we're on, this is the result of the program we're running. It's this is autopilot manifesting. Whatever is around you right now, your everyday auto life, that's, you're manifesting that on autopilot. All you need to do to manifest other things that are better and have, bring you more joy on autopilot is change who you're being so that you get those different results. Like it was, I just said, the more you do it, then that wiring, now that's your new default mode where you do believe in yourself, where you do easily take action, where you stand up for yourself. These, these things that you're not doing, where you do show up on time, where you put in those extra hours that you're not doing right now. All of those things now become your new autopilot so that just in your effortless way of being, you're manifesting 
on autopilot, but now it's stuff you want. Wow. And, you know, if, you know, if we could just change our brain, why don't people go ahead and do it? Because they don't know they can change it. it, Because all that information now is now the new buzzword, you know, rewire your brain, rewire your brain. Yes. But here's what I think that the habits have it form your future. So isn't the part of the rewiring your brain have something to do with that as well? Well, so neuroplasticity is this tricky sounding word and it just makes people think like, oh, I got to learn all this new science. You know, it's a buzzword. Rewire your brain. It all just sounds like it's new. It's not new. It's the most basic thing that we started out of the womb with no education, no nothing. We just learn based on input. It's nothing new. That's why I don't, that's why I don't want, you know, we don't need to get into the bog down in the science and all this other stuff and figure out what chemicals are doing what. We just need to be aware that these things will happen, like you'll get a chemical response, and these are the things you do to override it. These are the tools and techniques, breath work, whatever that you can do in the moment to calm that chemistry down, and you can go right back to now this new behavior that is going to feel weird and scary at first because you haven't done it. It's normal. So that's not the reason to avoid it. It's the reason to plow in and do it and start getting your feedback. Start whether it's negative or positive, it's all valuable. Well, then that would go into aspects of, you know, being like awakened and aware of when you get into certain circumstances or like a confrontation, for example, and you want to automatically react, but you pause for just a second. Wait a minute. This feels familiar Mm -hmm. on, uh, you know, I've experienced this before. Didn't work out last time and I'm feeling it again. So how do I respond in a better way? Ideally, you've already, you already know that. That's the work. That's, that's how we structure helping people to do this because it's one thing to know, okay, I'm an autopilot, but if you haven't thought through what you're going to do yet, if you don't have a dozen different ways to operate in that, in that instance, then you're just going to be stuck. And you got to do something, so you'll probably go back to your autopilot behavior. So that's why getting into this practice of visualizing yourself at every, every opportunity you can as being this more empowered version of yourself, you want to do that so that it just becomes natural in the moment. You don't have to think about it and go, oh, oh, oh what do I, 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 you know, you already know. Oh, wow. It's almost like tapping into uh, like a divine source that's already in me. That knows how to respond, that knows how to make that next, when to make that action, when to do, it's just that connection, wouldn't you say? Yes. If we just open ourselves in these, in these visualization sessions, if we just open ourselves up to just unlimited possibility for how we could be and how things could, without judging it, without trying to put a governor on it, without trying to be quote unquote realistic about anything, who do we, like the bigger you dream the more outrageous you see yourself being that person and the more consistently you do that, then maybe you don't actually need to be that outrageous as you vision. And then what you really need will be super comfortable because you're already comfortable in your mind with being totally outrageous. So it's really just getting a whole new uh, uh, tool set of behaviors you can use, an arsenal of, of, of behaviors you can use in any particular situation. And it will take some time to get those, but that's that's what we're here for is to, okay, well, we got to start. We got to start figuring out who we're going to be. It's, it's, it is a journey. And see, here's the thing. 
if if we can if we have a if we get inspired to be somebody that we're not being right now but we know that this is this is who we'd love to be this is what we'd love to be doing this is the impact we'd love to be having in the world this is all the stuff that we you know that we need to be doing if we've got that in our brain we just have to make it non-negotiable i agree with you on that and it's what is it um energy goes where attention or energy flows where attention goes Yes. And that's, and, and you can look at that on several different levels. You can look at it through the metaphysical way. Like I'm thinking about something and it's showing there, but it also takes energy to move your body and take action. Right. So mm -hmm. yes, where you're in, where you've got your attention and you're, and you're moving energy. And yes, there's a transference of energy. Sometimes it's invisible. Sometimes it's things touching each other, things being built. It's always, you know, you got to keep things moving. That's why, just sitting and just looking at a vision board and just visualizing and just waiting for the, the magic to happen isn't, that's not how it was ever designed to be. That's not what it's designed. We are a part of the universe, not apart from it, right? We are a physical extension of the universe with, with all these amazing senses and joy and passion in our heart and an interest to do things and the brain that makes it all possible. So clearly the universe, if you want to personify it wants us to go for it it wouldn't we wouldn't be born with all of this ability to make a freaking dream come true if 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 you know if we couldn't do it the only thing that stops us is that first seven years it's that fundamental training of here's what's possible in life that's the only thing that slows us down we just have to undo that and get and get as unlimited as our brain will go and and again we can look out in the world and see evidence of people doing this all the time. There are miraculous things happening in the world that all started with a thought. Imagination. Imagination over and over and commitment. So let me ask you, Bob, like, so how does self-talk become the biggest factor in someone's success? Because that is what is perpetuating our wiring. It's not just what we consciously say to ourselves in those moments like, oh, I'm such an idiot. It's like, what's going on 24 seven? while we're sleeping, what are these conversations that we're having about what's possible for ourselves, any, anything, any of that stuff that we're not aware of. We got to dig that stuff up and shine a light on it because that self-talk is perpetuating us. But the only way we're going to change that self-talk is just to keep putting new talk on top of it and, and really tuning into that emotion and going, hey, body, it feels much better to feel this way than that old familiar yucky feeling. Because, you know, we get, a, we get addicted to those yucky feelings. We get addicted to the rage. We get addicted to the feeling of revenge and blame. We get addicted to all that crappy chemistry. We know how to feel. It justifies us in a really terrible way. It doesn't advance us at all. It just makes us feel right and gives us a chemistry boost. And wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be safe to say, you know, being that way and, you know, it's, it keeps you stuck for one, but it can cause other problems in, in, in your health because that's yeah. a, another aspect of, you know, being in, in, in living life. It goes back to what I was saying at the beginning and, and also this, you know, that we are this physical extension of the universe, which it by its very nature is infinitely growing. So we are here to grow and create. It is a growing and creative universe and every and we have the ability to just go out and, and do it and realize that we're 
that we are that we have that ability. It's just absolutely natural for us to do this. And if we don't do it, we're literally trying to push against our own nature. And that's why, well, our bodies, this vessel has to do something with that energy and it's not doing what it's supposed to do. So it just gets all stuck and twisted and we get disease and then we get the wrong chemistry going and we get depression and all of those things that we mentioned before. So, and I really feel that so much of that, so much of that in our world is because somewhere along the line, we have allowed ourselves to be talked out of following our dream. And Bob, wouldn't it be safe to say like, like with the social media and the media in itself and some of the things that, you know, like even the video gaming and whatnot, that sort of gets programmed in here. So if we're trying to, you know, do a new talk or put new ideas wouldn't it you have to like discipline yourself and not negotiate like i'm gonna stop watching the news because that's negativity right there you yep. know limit myself on any social media if there's negative fucking delete it excuse my french but i'm being real yeah. and it's just and then focus on things that are more positive you, everybody has the option to do that. It's to the extent that you buy in that it's the right thing to do to get involved and have an opinion about all these things that no no one's winning the argument and no one's ever gonna. It doesn't get anywhere. And it's very easy to see that this is a circular thing. And we're just keeping ourselves preoccupied from our own freaking vision. We're using COVID and all the other stuff out there just to say, well, we can't follow our dreams. We got to obsess about this. We got to solve this. We got to figure out who's to blame for this. If you as the individual watching this cannot go solve the problem, stop thinking about it. Just go do your life. You're wasting it. You're wasting it getting obsessed and upset about other people's problems, many of which are manufactured. And and for what? For what? So so that is, the, I, I've never thought growing up as a kid, you know, you know, who used to have friends whose parents wouldn't let them watch TV. Like I never thought I'd be that that person. And I don't prohibit anybody from watching TV, but I choose not to do it for the reasons you stated. And also like movies and things like that. I know it sounds real prudish, but you know, they make really freaking dark shows now. Everything on TV is just dark. You know, there's death is in everything and it's just creepy and just heavy. It's just heavy. And that you will, if you watch those shows, if you obsess about those shows, if you spend those shows at night, sorry, you can't, it's in there. It's in there. And now it is a pool of possibility of things that can happen in life. Now that's an option. So now if something happens and it seems something like that, you could easily go down that road where you never would have gone down that road before had you not exposed yourself to that. You just got to make choices. And if you carry around dark thoughts and you those things, then, you know, it is, you got, you're a grown up. Do you want to carry those things around? Do you understand that they do have an impact? If you don't understand, well, okay, just listen to this all again. But if you do understand, you need to make a choice. What's what's more important? The entertainment and the dark feelings and the chemistry that goes through because you scare the crap out of yourself or whatever, or living your, a life that you actually love. Your life, not the one on TV, somebody else's, some character. But what do you want to create? You know that The things that you watch, the things that you put into your body, they should inspire you to grow. It's not to be, not to be, you know, that... You can be entertained and all those other things, but you know, you've got to be super honest with yourself about the thoughts that are going on deep inside your head as a result of whatever media 
social media included, that you are allowing yourself to be exposed to on an ongoing basis? Do you feel great afterward? If not, then you got to rethink it. Yeah, especially if you're getting upset and angry right. and it, hello. <laughs> right, but you're people think that it's a the, what you said, the program, the circle, because it's a, it is a program and there's a, a reason why that's going on that oh, I don't think a lot of people understand. Well, and that's why it's just like, look, just focus on yourself. Focus on the people around you. Focus on the people that you can actually have a direct influence on right now. Who is it out there that is waiting to be served by who by the greatest version of you? And go let's let's work on you becoming that person so that you can feel great and on purpose and they can benefit from you being that person. And wouldn't you also agree, Bob, that that's one of the reasons why people are, you know, depressed and the anxiety and the stress. They're not living their purpose. It's the reason, I think. Yeah. Because if you knew I mean, what your purpose was, it would you would change your whole concept of, oh, now I know. It's not even, you know, it, they, they may know their purpose, and but, but, they, but they allow themselves to, quote, unquote, forget it because they've already decided it'll never happen. So it's way easier to say, I don't know what my purpose is than to say, I know what it is, but I'm just not going to ever go for it. Wow. You you know at some point in your life you know what interests you. You know what inspires you. You it's in there. You're it, it's just easy to deny it because you think there's no point in going for it. So why even acknowledge it? It's too painful. This is what happens and this is 20 years of watching people. Mm -hmm. giving me the authority to say this and this and this is what happens to people. They just decide I've tried so many times or my belief system is this just won't happen for my family or in this part of the world or people like whatever it is. And excuses. they just, that's it. Yeah. But they, uh, but they don't think about it as excuses. They think about it as the truth. Mm -hmm. That's the wiring. That's the insidious nature of the wiring because it seems so true. It, it, it absolutely true that to go against it seems against your nature. To tell yourself something about yourself, which is positive, when all you've been doing is limiting thoughts about yourself, seems completely unnatural and wrong, like you are lying to yourself. It becomes a freaking integrity issue. Mm -hmm. And that's the most dysfunctional integrity issue. No, I must be true to my negative, limited self. It's crazy. But this is the kind of crap we learn out there. Yeah. And, and in our upbringing, I mean, the perfect example is, you know... I've heard so many stories of why a couple stayed married. You know, they didn't really love each other, but they stayed married because the kids, because that was a program. That's a belief. Once you're married, that's it. You got to stay together until death do us part kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But they traumatized the kids. They left a unsatisfying relationship. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow. And it's yeah. been, passed down yep and that's all right those are all societal rules which we have and not every culture has so it's mm -hmm. not true that we're supposed to be this way it's just the way that this culture has decided that we're all in agreement divorce is always bad and sad for the most part and blah 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 all of these things and the fact of the matter is relationships relationships evolve all the time it's mm -hmm. it's a part of nature we created this we created a lot of the the stuff that makes the dissolution of relationships so difficult when it doesn't have to be or the evolution i should say 
You know, it's, it's, we've got this, no, you either, it's either hundred percent or 0% with you or, or whatever. It's again, all just wiring. That's, that's all it comes down to. It's, it's, to me, it's like a belief system, actually. Well, it is a belief system, but a belief system, every belief system is just a program of wiring. And it's in here. Yeah. So and it can be changed oh, if it doesn't serve you. So what are some of the, the things that you do to help people decide who they want to be and how they can express themselves? Well, well first we have to, to, we have to determine what is your autopilot wiring? What is the behavior that you're doing on an ongoing basis that is perpetuating this? You may know some of it and you may not know some of it. And it's the stuff you don't know that we really want to shine a light on. And that's why everybody I work with, I give them a quiz. It's a free quiz. You can take it online. It takes a minute. But what it does is it tells us both what I call their transformation personality type. And what it really does, in essence, is shines a, shines a light on the autopilot behavior that they have that is probably keeping them stuck. If you're one of these types, it doesn't mean you are stuck. It doesn't. And there certainly doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it. It's just there are some traits that some of these people have that tend to have them stop their efforts, slow their efforts, doubt their efforts, any of it. So when we can shine a light on it and say, okay, this is what to look for. When you see this happening, that's a behavior that we want to create a replacement for. So the first thing is understanding what is the behavior. And when people take the quiz, I give them some ideas of here's what you can do instead, right? But if, in, if I'm working with someone, then we get very, very specific. You know, what are these feelings? Do you know where they came from? If, if you do, great. If you don't, that's okay too. We just want to overwrite them. Right. So then it's about like, then I'll ask questions. What inspires you out there? What lights you up? What are you passionate about? Do you, do you know who you want to be? And if they do, or if they have some idea, we go, okay, let's develop that. If they don't have any idea at all, which isn't really true, otherwise they wouldn't even want to change. But if that's their story, then what we will do is we'll just say, okay, well, let's look at just any of these autopilot behaviors that you know you would like to change for any reason. You know it's slowing you down in some ways. Let's just start with one of them or two of them and see what happens to your vision. Wow. Yeah. That's very impressive. Just moving them a little closer to this ideal, just one little step at a time. And you never know what that, what the result of one change in behavior can do for them to open their eyes. And that's part of the reason why you, you teach them. How do you get the, like being present in the moment? Well, again, it's, it's, it, we train them to become aware, but when people work with me, it's a, it's an everyday thing. They have, they, there's a touch point every day. So it's not like they're left to drift off into their lives again and go back to their old wiring without me going, Hey, hey remember? Right. So that's what we need. That's that's the reason people are quitting, because they they don't have the support system to reframe when they don't know how to. That's the that's the problem with going through any sort of significant transformation on your own, because no matter how smart you are, or how spiritual or how enlightened, how many books, seminars, whatever, at some point you're going to reach the limits of your wiring. That's why you're growing in the first place, which means that at some point you're going to run out of resources. You might have a zillion of them, but in terms of resources on how do I take a different action here or what is a different action I can take or how do I develop this vision even further? You're at the end. You need somebody in there to say, here's about 12 million ways you could look at this differently and say, oh, yes. OK, good, 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 good. Right. And now they've got other options to take. But if they don't have that feedback, if they don't have support, if they don't have the tools to deal with, like the emotions that come up, those that strong chemical overtake. Again, it's just too easy, too easy to go back to the 
known discomfort rather than experience new. Or embracing the unknown, being curious about it of, okay, I got this vision and that's what I'd like to experience. Yeah. Not quite sure how that's going to happen, but I'm just going to yeah. trust the process and it will well, find its way to me and lead me in that right way. Kind The of process, yes, the process is to use your imagination and to see this future version of yourself being that, that person. Just watch them like you're watching a movie and look mm -hmm. at the behavior that they have, even the way they stand and how they dress and how they talk and everything. Notice everything is different about them to have that super empowered life and just realize that even though it might seem like fantasy right now, it's just different behavior. Actors pretend all the time like that. They can just like pretend you can do that too in your mind over and 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 then go out in the world and actually do it. And then you're on your, on your way. You know what's funny? I rehearse every day when I think of a guest that I want to have on my show. I rehearse what outfit I'm going to wear, how I'm going to have my, you know, uh, the jewelry, everything. And then I'm rehearsing the questions I'm going to ask or, mm -hmm. you know, what kind of conversation, like the scenario, how everything is going. I'm like, yeah, that's a good, that would be a good question. Or what about this? And just like, as I've, I'm actually talking to that person. Yes. Right. And that prepares your body even physically yeah. for, for being there. And again, it's one of these things where it, what that does when you rehearse like that, it's the subtlest little things that change in who you be. It could be a different word that you type in an email. It could be a micro expression on your face that communicates something totally differently, but it's indicative of a core difference in you. It's not like people go, I don't even recognize you anymore. But there's something that you're doing that is a little bit different. There's some attitude. There's an energy about you that has shifted. And a lot of it comes down to just confidence, right? Your confidence that this is who I am and that this action I'm going to take, regardless of the result, is the action I should take right now because I need the information one way or the other. Is this going to work or is it not going to work? Being scared of taking the action because it's not going to work, you'll never get the result. You'll never get anywhere. Right. And I even practiced a little rehearsing of this interview with you because when I was like reading certain things I'm like wait a minute that's him oh my god I didn't know that <laughs> not for nothing but I really enjoyed the little genie and in, in the secret and then that universal check because I I printed that one out and I put it mm -hmm. out there but I was just being playful like oh this is interesting I like vision like yes. I'm a visionary in a visualization. So that little genie thingy, that was cool. That was creative to me. Yes. And for some people, though, you can, as you can imagine, it put a lot of magical thinking in their head. Like, oh, all I got to do is like the kid who drew the bike. And then there's grandpa the next day with a bike. That kind of, I mean, there are people out there who will just take it like, just like that. Okay. Well, that's all I got to do. I just ask. And there's a big blue genie who says, no problem. There's no talk about, you know, here's what you got to do. Who's, here's how you got to be to have that come into your life, right? So, but it it can seem magical. It can seem instance. There's certainly plenty of op, there's plenty of uh, situations in just about any <clears throat> anybody's life when some sort of thing they wanted or were thinking about just came up like that, you know. And and I don't believe in coincidences, but it is sort of a divine timing of the as the result of who you have been being up to that point. Well, you said timing and. You know, what I got and understood, even through that movie, it's 
like everything is in a energetic divine timing. Yeah, you can imagine it, but that's in the like the the invisible realm inside here. You need to wait for it to come into that physical matter because that's energy. It, it take time is required. Look, I mean, if you wanted to manifest a million dollars and then it just showed up the next day and you've got nothing to do, you've, you've prepared in no way to have that kind of money. You don't have assets. You don't have investments lined up. You don't have any account. You, you've just in no way. Then you that is indicative of you, who you are, who you are wired to be is not a millionaire. You're a person who's not used to having that money. And unless you hurry up and become a millionaire, not by getting a million dollars, but by learning what millionaires do to maintain the million dollar lifestyle, they are smart with it. And a true millionaire can lose it all and get mm -hmm. it back because they will just take the action again. They will maybe, maybe they learned a big, big lesson. They'll make an adjustment. They'll do it because who they are is a millionaire or a billionaire or whatever, right? That's who they be. It's not like something they just, oh, I hope I can, I hope I, this person with limited thoughts about money and, and uh, stories about my bad luck and why, I hope I can just get a million dollars. No, you're oh. not ready for it. You're not lined up to it. And then that's a frequency to me. That's a yes. vibration that you have to operate and educate yourself because the traditional education will just make you a paycheck. The self-education will make you a fortune. It's true, but the vibration comes as a natural result of you being that person. Yes. Okay. And that's that's what we that's what we need to understand is we are the generator of that vibration and it comes through being, not just thinking. Uh so it would be true to say that we are reality creators. That's we all we're doing 24/7. Yes. We create our own reality. And if we don't yes. like it, we can change it, that we have that power. That's right. If we just will just freaking claim it, you know, and, and know that it's not it's not like magic. It's this that we're going to take logical, different action to get logical, different results. It's not magic. It's logic. We're going to do things differently. Therefore, we're going to get different results. But to be able to do things differently on a consistent basis, we need to become the person who's going to do it. Otherwise, it's just going to be freaking torture and willpower and hard. Yeah, right? but we want to become the person for whom this behavior is natural and easy. What does that person think about this work right now? We think, oh, that'd be too hard. I'll never get it done. That person goes, wow, this is just a necessary part. I'm, I'm digging into it because learning this is valuable. It's going to help me get where I want to go. However long it takes me to learn it. Maybe I can't learn it in a month. Maybe I can't learn it in two years, but in three years, I got it. And then I can be that person for the rest of my life. But if I never even start the learning process because oh, three years, well, then you're just then what you've just sentenced yourself to is a lifetime of this, whatever this is. Because if you're not willing to go through the journey of growing because it's going to take time, then you have made up your mind. And, you know, it, it's I don't know if it's ironic or funny or but I've studied, you know, multimillionaires, billionaires even, and they do have a different mindset. They it delayed gratification mm -hmm. while the rest of us have like have this instant gratification like we go through a mcdonald drive through and bam here you go kind of mentality and wouldn't that be safe to say that that has to change too you've got to understand delayed gratification well Think yes of the bigger picture 
but people don't like delay gratification. Their, their psyche goes, I don't want to delay my gratification. You can be grateful right now. You don't have to wait until the thing shows up to be gra to, to feel gratification. Every day that you move forward your, in your dreams, every day you take any action, every day you beat some over, uh, you know, autopilot behavior, you get to be grateful. You don't have to delay your gratitude for being that person. Also, instead of thinking about it like that, you could think of it, it's the journey. Because it's mm -hmm. the journey that is the juice. That's why we're here is to have the experience of human, not just a series of, aha, I got this thing. Aha, I got this thing. That's not what life is. Those goals, those visions, those things that excite us are there to pull us through the experience of life, not hiding from it, but experiencing it with the, all the ups and the downs and all those things that are going to make us a rich person and, and just, you know, have a really the, the experience of life that we are here to have. I agree with you because that to me is that that's what life is truly about. Yeah. You know, where uh, there's this divine higher power, greater intelligence that's in us that just wants to express itself and live life. Right. In a huge way. That's why there's so many of us, billions yeah, yeah. of us. And then wherever yeah. else, you know, it's like, we're the feelers for the universe. We get mm -hmm. to, we, we give it the experience. So, so it's like, let's go for it and give it a good one. It gave us the, the opportunity to have it. The least we could do is go have it. Right. And do you have, I mentioned, uh, I think your website and all your information is down there for the audience. What do you have on, are doing currently, you know, any workshops, events, or is there online you know, yes. sessions that they can have with you? Yes. So once, if they go take that quiz that we talked about, then they'll learn about the Evolve Your Excellence program, which is what I, is how I walk people through this. We have it for individuals and we have it for teams like corporations and businesses where they have their own private instance. And basically it's a, it's a rewiring journey where we do all of this work, you know? So yes, there's lots of opportunity. And then I, you know, do coaching and virtual keynotes and a lot of, you know, training online. I love to do that because I can certainly reach more people in a lot easier way. You can learn about all that stuff at meetbobdoyle.com. It sounds like a commercial, but that's, that's where you could, you can find the quiz, you can find the speaking, the coaching and all the different things I do there. And what about a book, Bob? Well, I've got two of them out there. I haven't, I have not yet approached the rewiring subject. I just don't feel a hundred percent. It's not that I don't, I, I don't, there's not that much that I think I need to add to it. There's so many other people doing it right now. I just, when I write, when I feel so inspired to write and I write in so many other ways, I'm producing so much content all the time, you know, video and otherwise that a book is just another piece that I just haven't felt the, the strong call to do right now. But I figure there's probably at least one more in me. I have a feeling too, and I look forward to having, getting, so. Because <laughs> the first one was real, the first book was Wealth Beyond Reason. It was real basic law of attraction, just like, you know, the fun, the fun stuff that we all talk about. But ultimately, I think got people slowed down because it was almost too, not enough of the grounded and whatever. The next one was about following your passion and all that. It added another layer of practicality to it and, and kind of give it a different direction. And of course, this next thing would be about brain rewiring and the straight up science of it and how it 
has this is the thing i'm not anti-law of attraction or any of that stuff you i mean i could talk about it with people if they if i want if i wanted to if i felt like it would help them but i do i know what it is and i know how it's at work all the time but i also now really am clear you don't need to understand it and there's a much if you if your goal is transformation and a, and a life you love, there's a much quicker way to get there. And when you do it this way, the law of attraction will absolutely take care of itself and bring you all the stuff you need. You just don't have to obsess over it. Well, it, would it also be like truth to this is be like a child or be like a kid, have fun? Well, if that, hopefully, if you, if you want to have a fun life, so you want to be how you want to be. Right. So if you want to have a fun, childlike, playful life, then start freaking being it. You know, I mean, the children have that, you know, that natural creativity until we start to take it away from them. You know, so if we can think creatively like a child without those boundaries and play in that way, then that's a, you know, that's super great for any of our creating, even for very adult things. But we just don't want to, we, we want to have the limitless in our thinking of a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah that creative and that limitless. Yeah. I could do this and I could do this and I can do this and I'm going to be this. I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this. Right. You don't want anybody parent coming in. Well, I don't know about that. You know, cause that's what stops it. What do you mean? Well, that would take so much time and money and, oh, and uh -huh. you know, it's a lightning strike and it's, oh, and that is the beginning of the end. Yep. Yeah. That's, and now I, I'm like, hey, honey, you could do whatever you set your mind to do. You just got to believe it first. Yeah. And then start taking action. <laughs> you know, I, well, I, I also believe in intuition, you know, because you get these signs and then I feel things and I'm like, whoa, wait, what's going on here? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That will go to the connection of the thing that I was looking for uh, three months ago. Now right. it's showing up. Yeah. And as long as we don't try and overanalyze our intuition, it's one of our greatest superpowers. Mm -hmm. Right. That gut feeling. But but when we're so in our head, then we second guess it all. How do I know it's intuition or if it's resistance or whatever? And we just got to quiet down the noise in another way. Yeah. Because that it's like a mind and heart coherency. When you agree, when both of them are lying, you know, in alignment. Well, it, which is very rare these days for people. Because yeah. we're so freaking fragmented on on every level, you know, with our with our mind and our bodies and everything. We don't sleep enough. We eat whatever we want. And, you know, I'm just getting massive generalizations. But it's like a gazillion ideas coming at you, opinions about everything. It's it's no wonder that people are feeling the way they are. It's mm -hmm. just it's just what we've become because we've inundated ourselves with so much information that we can't. It's hard to focus. Yeah, that that is. And. The, the one thing that I have learned is like, okay, you know, be an observer. Yeah, that's, the, that's the goal. Because you're going to take, you know, wherever you go, you're going to hear somebody's opinion, someone's perspective, somebody's, you know, whatever. And I just look at them. I learned this from Dr. Wayne Dreyer and, and Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. Just be the observer. And then Dr. Wayne's favorite thing is, oh, wow, that's interesting. Yes, Right. That's it. In that moment, you go, well, there I am. I'm about to go into autopilot again. How about that? Look at that go. Look how automatic that was. All right. Well, luckily, I'm prepared with 12 other things. Let's try number four. Yeah, just be an observer and you don't have to take in and believe everything everybody's saying. But I've also paid attention to 
what resonates with me that feels like, wow, I needed that message. There's sure. a connection with that. Yeah. If it if that aha moment moves you into an action that is more alignment with who you need to be, then it's great. But a lot of people collect aha moments and don't do anything with them. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you stay stuck. You, you have the opportunity. And, and you say on top of it, well, I know all this stuff and it's not working. Wait a minute. You, all you did was know it. You didn't do it. Do it. Yeah, that knowledge is power, but unless you use that power, it's meaningless. Right. And that that is sad because a lot of people are doing that that exact thing. They have well, all, but they don't do anything about it. They stay stuck. Well, because they don't know they can. But that's why hopefully at the other now that we've had this conversation, you know, this is the thing. You can't not now you know. You're a human with a human brain and it can change. So if you want to keep talking to yourself out of how it's not going to work, well, you're basically you're denying your humanity. So I don't know what planet you're from and maybe your brain works different. But here on Earth, we train our brains by giving it new information on an ongoing basis and then it will adjust. That's the beauty of our uh, adaptability. Well, I love what you're doing and helping, you know, the rewiring in such a a creative. Like no nonsense way yeah i hope and that's, that's what i, I want people to know that it is no nonsense i encourage everybody like if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired you know i'm sorry get off your ass and do something about it and contact and do the quiz <laughs> yeah, just at least do the quiz at the very least because it doesn't cost you anything it takes one minute out of your day and you'll have some information you'll have something that you you could choose to do something with yeah and thank you so much for this experience that i got to have with you it was truly an honor and and a pleasure finally meeting you and i'm just truly grateful for what you're doing to help others thanks very much i appreciate that and i look forward to uh staying in contact with you and just Especially if you when you get ready for that book to come out, you contact me and we'll, I'll get you back on the show. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. All right, thank you. Well, there you go. You know, there is some truth about what's in here, and Bob Doyle is here to help you. So check him out and go ahead and do the quiz. You have nothing to lose, but what if you have so much more to gain? So stay tuned. You never know who I'm going to have on my show. Let's wake up with Casey.